0: First and foremost, we're in some type of production, guys. There is something that is taking place in this experience that we're having. And of course, I want to go into detail about it. Um, And I would love to be able to have, you know, some interaction, interaction, like live interaction about what I really believe, you know, um, and I'm still saying, I'm going to say belief on this one. I'm not going to say I know. The only thing that I know is that it's definitely some type of production that's taking place here. Um, And there are roles and there are scripts. Um, You have entire groups of people who are cast into certain roles, you know, Um, and everyone's talking about this whole uh, Kanye thing, you know, and these comments that he's making about these people who call themselves Jews. Okay. Um, And so we have to understand that um, we live in a, a world where not everyone is actually an authentic being. You know, and then there are those who are <clears throat> beings as well who are who have been who pledged pledge their allegiance to these group of people that you can't speak negatively about. And they have indoctrinated the people and so the role that the black people that black people play Is there is there there's a character that goes along with who we are and what we represent. And we know that some of the art and history here entails that we're not fully human. And so that is that is a repeated form of thinking through many different avenues in this society. So not just through how we're treated, but subliminally, subliminally through our education. Well, you know, and when it comes to our education, it's directly and indirectly, of course. You know, um, the more and more they started to um, portray themselves as good guys, the more and more that uh, image of us being less than became more subliminal because they had to hide behind that, you know, and so the the world even our, we even find ourselves in a position that we had there's some type of dystopic mind that is taking place where when people feel like they have someone underneath them that they don't have to answer to you know it's just like a child you know that's why so many people commit heinous things and do you know disrespectful things towards children because children can't hold them accountable, you know? I mean, something simple as, I'm just gonna give you an example. You know, I recall growing up and there was this thing where adults could literally take um, children's, um, their children's uh, social security number and use their social security number to turn on utilities and things like that before this child was able to even come into their adult life. And so when that child grew up, And they um, needed to, you know, they they decided to go on their own. They realized that someone had been using their um, their information, and they had they had a balance left they had to pay for, you know. And so the reason why people do that is because children can't hold you accountable. So this this character that they have um, placed us in of being a minority, a minor. It allows the rest of society, those that are not playing, not in the role that we've been cast in, it gives them the privilege and the permission to say what they want to say and do what they want to do to us without being held accountable. And so then you have the flip side of that, where there's a group of people that you're, you always have to be held accountable for, um, for whatever you say and whatever you attempt to do. You always have to be held accountable. And an example of that is there have been several um, actors who have came out and literally said that these people in Hollywood that run Hollywood are Jews and they make it hard for in particular black people and they make it hard for anyone who does not bow down to what they want done right and so just like everyone has been indoctrinated into casting (laughs) quote-unquote black folks into this character the same has happened when it comes to these people who call themselves jews to the point where even the fact that they, like I said, they call themselves Jews can't be questioned. And and, and you see the same narrative playing out in our, quote unquote, and I'm not going to say our because I'm not going to claim that in politics in the U.S. today, where they are taking cues from these. Folks that call themselves Jews. And I, I don't know if they're folks or not. I don't know who, I don't know what they are because I understand that not everyone is a human being. Not everyone is a human being. And one of the things that, one of the main ways that you can tell if uh, if something is a human being is its ability to have empathy for others outside of their own. And so when I look at this group of people who claim to be Jews, I recognize that they don't have empathy for anyone outside of themselves. And, you know, and so that whole term, Gwim, tells everything, how they view the rest of society, especially Black people, those of us who um, have been enslaved, mistreated, unjustly. But yet and still, they have no type of empathy for that. And they, they do these things to indo- indoctrinate the world into having this over sympathy for them, just like they're doing with the whole LGTBXYZ movement. It's, same, it's, the, same, it's the same narrative. And I'm going to give you an example, too. I had mentioned that I had watched that new Tyler Perry movie. And in this movie, of course, there's always when it's always set back in the you know sixties and and past that point, you know there was this whole mob mentality, like a, a a visible mob. That that mob mentality still exists, but it just exists legally now, right? They, because they they are hiding behind all these things that they say are for the right thing and for and for the people. Okay, so there's this mob. Of white men who are going after this black man, it doesn't matter right or wrong. It doesn't matter if it's reasonable or illogic. All that matters is they made the decision because they have the the privilege to do so, to get away with crime, to get away with murder. And this is just this, this has been their MO. And it's it's and they're just now what used to specifically be for the so-called Jews. they have used, they have passed that playbook along to everyone else. You know, these are the people who really run the Pentagon, who run the Pentagon. When you look at various people who are tied to the Pentagon, they typically have those names, right? And so in this Tyler Perry movie, this mob, they go to, to kill this brother, which they did do, but The brother, and when I say brother, I'm literally talking about a black man. Um, At one point in the movie, his actual brother, who happened to be a light-skinned guy, right? One of his his parent, his mother was black. You know, they claimed that the father was black, but I don't know. I don't know. He looked like he was just mixed to me. But, you know, we we have that ability to create that type of child, though, you know, with that type of um, union. But... Even though you had the majority of the people who were in that movie were, that were white, were, were like, they showed the side to them that we know whites to be, especially in that time period, where it was, you know, they were they were placed on a pedestal, they were given privilege, um, even though, you know, they, it violated um, us, they were still given the privilege to do so. Um, And even the light-skinned ones, they pretty much had a privilege to be able to um, mistreat us on some level and use us as toys, so on and so forth. But the one good guy in the movie, well, guess what he happened to be? And he got a chance to tell his story, and he got a chance to, to, to make the people relate to everything that Jews have been through and why he was there to you know be a be a positive um person in in these black people's lives that weren't weren't there to uh mistreat them or use them on any level but to help them rise to the occasion a Jew and so You have black people in the show who were betraying in nature. You had white people who were beasts in nature. But the one person that came across so pristine was this Jew boy. And so you listen to these caucasians i I happen to you know hear this radio um station this morning and there just so happens talking about this very subject and there's someone on there um who sounds like either he's you know he's he's a brother of some sort you know mixed or something and he's defending he's giving the stats on hollywood and who runs it so on and so forth and There's obviously a Caucasian woman and a Caucasian man who you have, they're both taking on the stance of, I mean, literally one just says, la, 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 they just didn't want to hear it, right? And so, but that is the progression of those in media like various journalists and, um, um, news anchors and, you know, you know, people who did, um, investigative work, like, like real investigative work back in the day when they were giving, you know, like they, ha- they like to give you something and then take it away, you know, and how, when, when various, um, news media would give interviews to, to, to various individuals, there was this unbiased form of conversation and dialect that was taking place where that interviewer would ask the hardball questions. And, you know, sometimes, it, you know, it would be that uncomfortable um, energy that, um, that always came up in the interview, you know, like questions that, that when you live in a world or a country full of hundreds of millions, millions of people, you're going to have a diverse Mindset and view about what's, you know, what the whole subject matter is about. You know what I'm saying? Especially if it's something that's uh, forefront in the news. You know what I'm saying? Something major. And, you know, you would listen to these various interviewers and, you know, they would ask those hardball questions like, okay, that doesn't make sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, also, are you saying that such and such and such and such? You know, but then you fast forward to today where the democracy, and what's behind pushing a a, a a country of people where the majority thinks a certain way? Now it's more of a um, what they call a some type of type of uh, I don't know what you call it when there's some type of mass uh, psyops or psy- some type of mass. Um, thought process that's like, um, you know, it's not really um, a balanced mind because people aren't really um, speaking or quote unquote sharing their opinions <laughs> based on um, the truth or critical thinking. They're just doing it because they know that it makes, well, for one, it makes the wrong people uncomfortable and you can't speak negatively about these people and the fact that it's been this push through media through education to put these people on a pedestal where they cannot be questioned you can't dig into what they're saying to find out their lies because you see the same thing with what's going on with the political um, atmosphere today in particular with the Democratic Party where these people, you know, like Joe Biden, you know, and like him supposedly passing this um, bill that's supposed to um, allow people to be free, thousands of people, he said, to be freed from marijuana uses. And do you realize that there's that no one falls in that category? So, you know, you have this. This is a slime. These are slimy snakes. These are some type of beings that are not human. They're not human. They're just being given a role in a script. And it has nothing to do with logic. It has everything to do with, let's see if it works this time. It's not about right or wrong. This experience that we're having and why we're having this experience and this knowledge that I'm going to put on those people that call themselves Jews, they have a knowledge of something. Would they realize they have a, like run of the meal of this experience where they can hide authentically what's going on in this experience from the real human beings and just do what they wanna do because what's really going on is not what they've told us, not what they've indoctrinated us to believe. This blueprint that they're operating off of, I believe, is something that is just an ongoing script that just has the ebbs and flow of when they're going to be um, in this position where people are going to be um, less connected to each other. Therefore, you know, everyone's going to be have a more individualized viewpoint to the point where they began to gather themselves and be prepared and start to alter the minds and affect the minds of the people who are going to come out of the state of being less connected to being more connected to be able to have a a impact on that person's view of things and so they start to do these things to bring everyone closer and closer together and have a a more unified view of what they want to push. It's an ebb and flow. There is something that we're living in where we keep coming in and out. Now, we don't have to keep coming back to this particular experience here, but because of that ebb and flow, it locks the people into coming back here. It, It literally... It, it it blinds you to the fact that you have free will not to come back. And you start to participate in things because you have no clue on what's really going on here in order to avoid the traps that keep us here. You know, and so these people that call themselves Jews, they have learned how to Usurped the best of everything, so in the fact that they had usurped even the whole jewish quote unquote religion, some people say it's a religion, some people say it's ethnicity which to- is totally a lie, but some people say it's a way of life you know i would i would I would say you know it's it's a way of life, you know um and if it's a, when I say it's a lie as far as ethnicity, uh, I'm referring to who they who they connect the ethnicity to of being Jewish or being, but you know, but Jew and Jewish, you know, even when you look at that word, to be ish, you know, if if someone says, okay, it's kind of bluish, I mean, because they're telling who they are when they say they're Jewish, Jewish, you know, just you know. I'm Jewish, you know, removed by a couple of generations or something like that from maybe someone who they raped. You know what I'm saying? Somebody got raped from at some point, you know, and they had some Jew blood, some real Jew blood in them, and somewhere down the line, you know, it became less and less, and so they start referring to themselves as Jewish. I mean, that's the only religion an only term that is connected to a group of quote unquote people where ish is put on the end of a word. And then when you look at ish in the dictionary and what it means, it means not quite. And they tell on yourself and then they tell you that you're being anti Semitic at the same time, but are you you don't even refer to yourself as a actual jew? you refer to yourself as Jewish you know, and so it is not so it's it's again we're, we're, what's going on here is that there's something being cast, there's an attention and focus being placed on what's being cast over what's really going on. You know you again, this is this is what they do. When it comes to us, they have been given the script to automatically dismiss us. Just like with the whole LG you, how they try to lump us in with them, how they make it seem as though their struggle is our struggle. But yet somehow they get a privilege and a form of recognition that we have never been able to get, and we actually represent far more people. And then the other, you know, the the, the other layer that's placed on that as far as the gaslighting is concerned is when you check out what's going on within that community when it comes to race. Most, you know, those those black, those black men and women who consider themselves to be a part of this LGBT or just consider themselves to just be gay and be attracted to the same sex or whatever, when you listen to them, they tell you the racism that goes on within that community. How these white boys and these white bitches don't want nothing to do with them. They want to fuck them. want to fuck them in the bathroom and shit. Fuck them. And some of them will take them on, you know what I'm saying? Because of the the neglect and the disrespect that they have experienced and within their own family growing up. They actually have, they develop a, um, a, a certain type of... Um, Hatred towards white people, these white people themselves, and so they then they start to create their own little world, their own little dystopic world that doesn't involve, in particular, those white people that they they feel like that hurt them. You know, when you when you I, I listened to um, an interview with Margaret Margaret Sanger, <clears throat> and um. It was a very, very old interview, and this woman was now I think she was human, and i'm gonna tell you why I think she was human. She was riddled with pain at her age. you know, I know that they age you know quicker than we do, but i'm gonna i'm gonna say that that at this in this interview, she probably was in her sixties, you know her face just had so much pain and agony and a warped you know a warpness to it like it's been through so much and do you know she was uh, her mother gave birth to 11 children so now you think about what she represented in Planned Parenthood her mother gave birth to 11 children and her mother died giving birth to one of those children her last one <laughs> okay and so that's a part of her anguish And a woman at her age, at that time she was given that interview and I could see that she could, if she could, she would have sat there and boo hoo hoo and cry. She never dealt with the pain of losing her mother. And not to mention, she, she blamed the Catholic Church for not backing birth control. So she was a feminist she was she was hell bent in finding a way to stop the union of a man and a woman that ex- that really wanted to have children. She wanted that to be done with. She despised her experience so much that she felt like the rest of the world was was should should fall in line with what she wanted simply because of her personal experience. And see this is how these various caucasians that set out and they think that they're doing the world a favor. You know, and so when I think about how Margaret Sanger and and um Bill Gates' mother were tied together I can I, I could see even though I I've, I've never heard you know any words coming from uh, Bill Gates' father or whatever? You know, I, I watched this little documentary, and you know, he you know he came from a pretty you know um, their family. You know, had they they had a decent amount of money. You know, they I guess they don't they weren't overly rich, but they had good money. The mother was um, some type of bank executive of some sort or whatever. She was like a um, society woman, so on and so forth. I could see. You know, just like with the um, the whole role versus way situation, how people would come upon someone who was going through something. And they would use that person to push their agenda. How they would take someone else's pain and say, yeah, you're right. But behind the scenes, they're adding other shit to it to push their own agenda. And like a Bill Gates is continuing it the views of his parents. You know, because in the documentary, they don't mention his father that much, you know? And so, it's what they hide that you have to question. You know, they they mention his mother more than anything. But, you know, a lot of these white boys, they want, even though they're not getting the attention that they want from their fathers, and they have a certain animosity towards them, they still hold that feeling of wanting to have some type of um, pat on the back from them, even though their fathers have passed on so on and so forth. And they have a, they have a dislike for them to carry out their legacy because they feel like finally, you know, I've been able to, to, to validate myself when it comes to my father, you know, because they haven't healed and realized, and you know, maybe their parents want shit and fuck them. And so now the whole world has to suffer because your father was a sociopath. Your mother was a sociopath, they were psychopaths. You know, they done a study and they said that the average person in the United States um, is a, like, I believe it's more than the average American is, is a sociopath. And this is, this is a, a mindset that's, that has been indoctrinated into the people for one because it's the narcissistic behavior that actually allows you to realize what a sociopath is. And so there's a lack of empathy, you know, and so, you know, when you think about transhumanism, you know, um, and this splicing that they, they're doing of the human DNA, where they're literally taking people out of being human into a, a less empathetic um, way of being, where they have no sympathy for others, and I know that because um, I, I recall the first time I I recognized that. And it was one day I, I had I was um, doing some constructional cleanup, you know, and you know I had a long day and um, my period had started. So um, I, you know, at that time I didn't have a vehicle. So I was I had, call, I had to catch the bus close to where I live to the closest um, um dollar general store and you know i go into this dollar general store and i have this book bag on me because you know i carried a book bag because you know i didn't carry a purse out of work because i was doing construction constructional cleanup and i go into the store and i'm walking into the store and there is this gay guy who's the manager and i pass the register and he flips out and tells me you need to come back now i'm already like a couple of steps away from grabbing the pads that i want okay he takes it upon himself to come from the back and grab, grab the pads for me. Trying to grab my book bag. I'm a grown ass woman. I'm, I'm old enough to be this little boy's mother. And he is calling me all kind of bitches and I just got off of work. I worked hard all day. I didn't start in my period. You know, I'm, shit. I'm climbing on shit. I'm doing constructional cleanup. You know, I'm small, I'm petite. At that time, I was really, really petite. (laughs) And I'm saying, I I don't even, you know, like my first response is, of course, it's going to be some who would respond. So me and him are going back and forth. We're going at it, you know what I'm saying? And so I need these pads. He's not giving me these pads and I'm I'm bleeding right now. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, I had to call my family and they had to come up there. You know, and this particular family member, you know, this motherfucker tall and she, you know, what I'm saying, she known in the hood. So when he seen her, he just blue 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 blue. Anyway. But the whole time that it was taking place, there were people in the store with their phones out recording the whole thing. They didn't lend a hand. They were laughing. Our people. Our people. You know, But needless to say, you know, I I never called and filed a complaint or anything like that. But needless to say, this was a brand new store that had been built. It had been there for maybe not even a full two years. But needless to say, I would say in the next two, three months, the store shut down completely. It's never been open again. It's still sitting there empty. So, what I'm saying is, this (laughs) behavior that we're experiencing all boils down to a well-orchestrated, planned out production, where we, mainly are and have been the scapegoat for their climb to the top. These people that you can't say anything negative about. So it's more than the fact that you can't say anything negatively about them. The fact that we cannot say anything negatively about these people plays 100% of the role of why we're in the position that we're in. And so, when Kanye West speaks about the lyrical content in rap and why it's not stopped, because it gives, it indoctrinates people into a view of a way of seeing us that contributes to our own demise. This is this is the atmosphere, the hostile atmosphere that has been created specifically for us, for us to be a problem to ourselves. Where they don't have to do anything, but just sit back and just watch. Whoever these beings are. They're not of us. They say that we're not human. And remember, they operate on everything opposite. So, everything that they say we are, they are. They got this shit down to a science for a reason. They just simply said, we're going to put everything that we are on them. Simply put. And they have been following through with all this stuff and they have all, everyone has participated in this spirit of looking down on us till we do it to ourselves. You know, it's been countless times that I myself will go into the hood and see outlandish shit that we doing and throw up my hands. Like, look at these niggas, look at these bitches. It's been countless times where their system, in particular, when it comes to their technology, uses our people to come checking for you, to come fucking with you. I mean, this is the privilege that these these motherfuckers, these these people that call themselves these whatever they are that call themselves Jewish, they have created an entire atmosphere of hostility for us. They have no love for us. And then they always depict themselves in these various movies that we are mainly in as saviors. They keep doing the same thing over and over again. And then they have the majority of the world backing their bullshit. Not because these people are good people and and they're just being picked on because they have the privilege to make or break you. It has nothing to do with honor. It has nothing to do with integrity. I I was at the park not too long ago, you know, um, and I'm sitting there one morning and I can tell, you know, these two, they look like brothers. They, they, they were some Jewish people, you know, they had that look, you know what look I'm talking about. And I can tell which one was the fag. They look like they could be twins. They literally look like they could be twins and they look like they could also be some movers and shakers, not just in this city, but beyond. Just how they were walking, how they were carrying themselves, how they were talking to one another. They were having a serious conversation about about something that probably entails what they're going to implement on the world. That's what I seen when I seen these two brothers. They had to be, you know, maybe in their late 50s. You know, had that built. I'm you know, talking about that look. I ain't not even go go into that. You know, that's that's some that we'll go into that. You got to pay for that. <laughs> because it's going to come a time where we're going to we're going to go into some late late night or um behind the scenes um connections where we get together so I can go into more detail about you know, what I really, 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 really want to go into want to say how I really want to go in on these motherfuckers and I'm sitting there and they're coming towards us, I'm coming towards me I should say and I'm looking at them, like I'm just looking at them because I'm, you know, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm thinking to myself about these motherfuckers and the gay one, you know he 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 gives me some subtle form of attitude and the other one picks up on it and he he looks at me and he spits <laughs> these people have no empathy for us without us they would be nothing unless they choose another group of people to go after. And, you know, that's probably some of the reason that Hitler came after them. From what I understand, it is. And, you know, maybe that played a huge role, too. And <laughs> why they have such an issue with us. <laughs> because of how Hitler really felt about us. What he knew to really be going on. And of course, they don't want anyone in this experience—black, white, or in between—who wants to uphold the black man and black woman. They despise that. They—they want to—they—they'll get rid of a motherfucker real quick that's upholding black folks. So. the same old same old same production being pushed people are responding the same way cowardly there's there's a serious lack of honor even in those who claim to be Christians you know especially a lot of these Caucasians who act like they're you know so hell-bent and being Christians and you know people running around here claiming Jesus and you know, all of a sudden, they recognize the the wrongdoing of uh, of these various parties. Now that it's been done to them, they don't—they never seen it when it was going on with you. You know, even though they were participating in it, you know what I'm saying? This hypocrisy that's taking place in this society, where you know you have all these black folks um, connecting themselves to the Republican Party who um, want to tell tell black people that racism don't exist. It's all in our head. We got problems. You know what I'm saying? Well, that they're, they're no different than 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 racist. Our black people that are running around here on these various platforms trying to appease white folks and help them be more comfortable with all the bullshit that they done and they do. These niggas is these niggas is racist. They like a part of the clan now. And yes, I'm gonna put that on the can, Candace Owens. On these very these various um black folks that uphold her uphold her views mo any when you know it is when you when it's one thing to agree with what people say in in some fashion but to totally but to only latch yourself on to what she agrees with I mean what you agree with when it comes to her but totally disregard. The racist shit that she says—that's some racist shit that she says when it comes to us. There's no way in hell you can discredit racism existing when you got a suit regarding um, rape being you being mistreated because of your race underneath your belt. You know, so this script that everyone is playing that doesn't really involve any type of logic and any type of critical thinking skills. All you have to do is just be articulate. All you have to do is um, get some type of validation from the right group of people, and you're all right. Say what you say. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be um, uh, any truth and any honor in it. You know, I'm talking about something that's all the way across the board for everyone. There is no privilege. There is no, you can't say this about me. These, whatever they are that's pushing this production and what they know and the fact that they're pushing what they're pushing at this very moment with the man the white man in particular, because remember, he wants to take the best of everything. So the man, white man in particular, pushing, being a black woman, yeah, why would he wanna be a white woman? With their corrupt uterus. He wants the best uterus. He wants the best milk. He wants the best butt. He wants the best of everything. So yeah, he wants to be a black woman, and the fact that he wants to be a black woman in this day and age, in this time, there is a specific reason for it because he takes advantage of everything. There's a specific reason why he comes up against a black woman like myself. There's a specific reason that he sends he he puts out some type of alert on his AI through his AI or through directly to various of um, uh, their their uh. Goons that call themselves police and sheriffs and all that. There's a specific reason why they do that. Because they feel I I have something that automatically is theirs. We as black women, especially those of us who got it. Where it ain't too much we can't do. It ain't too much we can't do as soon as we step on the same people know it, he got a problem with that because he believes it already belongs to him. So everywhere you motherfucking go because he already feel like you didn't already took something from him. But see, this is a recessive, retarded, incessive, Mind that would have a problem with someone for something that they innately have. But they don't care because they're irrational, they lack empathy. Everything is surrounded by them. Everything is about them in their mind. So there is something about us in this position that we are in black women right now. I'm talking about not all of us, I'm talking about those of us who have held on to our, our authentic selves. It's, it's there, they, they, wanna, they, wanna trick the, they wanna trick the tricks of time. <laughs> it's not even a trick, I should just say, they, they wanna trick time into believing when that time comes for whatever reason that they're preparing for, whatever that time is when that time comes they want to trick time into believing that they're us so they can reap the benefits of what that time represents and what's supposed to happen at that time I mean these motherfuckers is running around here throwing tantrums because they can't be us. I got to be met with hostility by these grown ass men with these big ass arms that want to dress and be a woman. They want to punch me out. They want to tat 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 me. Because they're mad at who I am and they feel it is theirs. So everywhere I go, I have to be met with their robots, their bots of some sort. you know there's a there's a particular store that I frequent, and I think I've mentioned this to you guys before and every time I go into that store, once they recognize that you go, that you frequent a certain place, they're going to send their minions to fill to, to come and try to usurp what they feel is theirs. Right, so I say I'm with someone, and I give them heads up because I want them to witness this too. I said, every time I go in this store, there's always someone that comes in behind me who's been there for the first time. And Long and behold, I go in the store. A couple of minutes later, this Caucasian couple walks in, whole white trash. What the fuck is you doing up in the Middle Eastern store? You don't like these motherfuckers. They got on Spartan. Both of them got on Spartan motherfucking uh, hoodies. Y'all out of Michigan, you know? And I see a lot of Michigan. Yep, them be the main motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Because it's them motherfuckers that play the the, the major role in collapsing the motherfucking uh, real real Black Panther party. The motherfuckers in Michigan motherfuckers that was jealous of them Motown brothers and sisters that was making major moves. Yeah, they got together. And they they imprisoned thousands of black men at one time. So I know what Michigan, was going on in Michigan. And then them motherfuckers want to usurp your energy. You go up there, it's between Michigan and Illinois in particular, around Chicago, you go and you be around them white boys, they think they're black men. Them, bo- them white bitches think they're black women. Cause so they, didn't, they didn't intimidate it. They've been able to remove the soldiers from the gates, send them all to prison and intimidate the women and then their children, boys and girls, and they just gave their shit away to them. Them motherfuckers be walking around like they the Mac up in them two places. I mean Michigan in, just in general. But around Chicago, in particular, you know the motherfuckers with them beards. You know what I'm talking about. But they be they be jazzy. They be they be stay be little uh, dapper and how they dress. And They be having that, you know, boldness and 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 confidence about them and shit. But anyway. Back to what I was saying. <laughs> what was I saying? I didn't forget that fast. But you know, these motherfuckers, again, they okay. So I'm back to the um, the grocery store situation. So I purposely so they come in, they see me looking at them. So they go, they dip off to where I can't see them, and they go around the corner. So I I I, I walk a couple of paces and I turn and look at them again. Then they decide to split. Oh, look, look, look what they have, such and such and such, like they give a damn, right? Then so the male, the, the chick, she go around to a whole different aisle. She know where to be seen. He come down a middle aisle where we happen to be standing. And I purposely say to the person I was with, I was with two people, but we was in different vehicles. The one that I'm mentioning to in the beginning, I said, as soon as he got close enough to us, I said, I said, didn't I tell you how every time I come in this store somebody some people come up in here that ain't never been in here before? You should have seen how he was scurrying around back the other way to to his bitch. And these was this was poor white trash. This is these was the type of uh Caucasians that don't really fuck with nobody outside of their little circle. And I knew it, that was evident and they decided to order something, some food to go how they were interacting with the brother it was uncomfortable than the motherfucker just even converse having a conversation with with him just uncomfortable asking questions about uh this and that Mm-mm. uncomfortable these motherfuckers they don't do nothing but come for you because they always feel like you have something that's theirs. Now, if I don't have nothing, I'm living out my vehicle. You know what I'm saying? And and based on the measurements of somebody having something, I don't have anything. But yet and still, they come for me. So what does that tell me? See, that gives me the thinking. It's the essence of me that they desire. The essence. They're trying to figure that one out. You know, and so we have to stop always sugarcoating shit. You know what I'm saying? Because this experience that we're having, uh, we can have a much better experience if we stop being so fucking afraid of something that you shouldn't even be fucking afraid of these are some coward ass bitches I swear they coward ass bitches shit anytime you gotta remove the man you gotta remove the protection in order for you to show your ass you a bitch ass motherfucker and they don't have no type of shame about being a bitch ass motherfucker who the fuck? Who the fuck about being a bitch ass motherfucker? They like whatever, however we needed to do it. But we don't have to have this experience. But we keep going for these these uh these like arguing points. That's really not what we should be debating about. Like that's not what they, you know. It's like it's trickery in how they. How they even how they're even presenting the um the, the the problem because that's not even the problem. They always throwing these these curveballs, you know what I'm saying? The bishop always moving on an angle and shit, ain't never straightforward. You know, I don't, I don't know if you can relate to what I'm saying when I talk about it. it's you know it's people that I've had arguments with. You know what I'm saying? Like my ex. You know what I'm saying? And and he, you know, he got, he, he got a certain amount of street mentality. He got book smart too, but he got a certain, a certain amount of street mentality. And when you back people like that into a corner, it, they hard to argue with. They hard to argue with, and they do it on purpose because they don't really want to get down to the root of what's really going on. And so instead of saying blah, 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 you know what I'm saying? And going out that way, because they don't want to look like they're a coward they come on some outlandish shit that you can't really defend or that's not even what the argument is about. That trickery. And, and one thing I know about Caucasians is that they're good at that. They're good at that. They are masters at that shit. You know, so I just wanted to speak on that and, you know, we got to you know we got to have a conversation we're not having these conversations there's no way in hell that we are literally having these having these conversations that are authentically about what's really going on here Motherfuckers keep sugarcoating everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Kanye, you know, he keeps talking about motherfuckers coming for him, so on and so forth. Well, yeah, well, you feel like motherfuckers will come for you and take and take you out. Then motherfuckers get down to the core of it. Stop kissing their ass. You 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 expose them on one end and then try to kiss their ass at the same time. Like you want to be a nice guy and so on and fuck that shit. Nice means stupid, nigga. If you is who you say you are. Shit, tell these, mo- tell these motherfuckers the truth and keep it at that. You ain't gotta, well, it's different types of Jews. These motherfuckers are not Jews. They Jewish. Call them for what they is. They Jewish. And explain the ish, damn it. Nigga, you evidently, you ain't who you claim to be. You just some type of, another prop that they didn't put in front of us. Stop, stop with your sugarcoating shit, motherfucker. You a man. You supposed to be. See, that's why men get mad at me. Cause nigga, you got a man up. You be on that bitch shit, that shit that your mama didn't, didn't instilled in you and the women around you and all that type of shit. Nigga, you can stand on your square without being belligerent. You can stand on your square in a uh intellectual, in a, in a um a clever and charming way. Stop being this let that bitch shit go. Because these niggas, that they don't, these fag-ass motherfuckers, shit. These motherfuckers that they send running after me, barking after me all the damn time, these grown-ass motherfucking men with all these biceps and weaponry. Like, I got a military behind me or some shit. And them motherfuckers still can't intimidate me, you know what I'm saying? Just like when I was at that park the other day. And I'm looking at this brother, and of course he with these, he 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 is these two mixed chicks, you know what I'm saying, walking. And, um, you know, one talking like she rah-rah. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's how these chicks, I don't know how the mixed chicks is, where you from, but these mixed chicks here be real rah-rah. You know, these be the main motherfuckers that be out here fighting. Okay? They, they got something to prove so motherfucking bad and I'm sitting, I'm sitting, I'm walking I didn't heard them, you know, talking a couple of times, they didn't walk around that trail a couple of times, but once I got on the trail and I'm um, passing these motherfuckers, I see he's like walking so many steps behind him, so I can't tell if he's with them or not, but at one point evidently he was with them, he a jet black brother, you know, he walking a little dog or whatever, and then at one point we coming around and he's in front of them this time, but not far, you know but he recognized that the heavy police presence and my response to what's going on. So the first thing this nigga do is dip off, off the path, afraid, scared. Because they privilege. Now, this brother may have a clean record. He might not have nothing on his record. He might not have no type of criminal, no criminal activity. But their intimidation practices I can see why he would dip off like that. I could see how they could meet them somewhere down the road, somewhere else on the path and say, oh, you know her because we seen you speak to her. And then they drag brothers into their shit. But you already in it, see? Because Kanye told you, one of us do something, they put it on the whole community. You, see, you, you keep running away from something that you can't run away from. Instead of you just standing on your square and saying, hey, I don't know that sister. I don't know nothing about her. It's period, point blank. A victim, a victimizer, no, a victim. You done already made yourself a victim when you dipped off. And they seen your cowardly ways. They, oh yeah, that one, that one right there, we can fuck with him. We gonna put him on the list, maybe next time. They don't just fuck with the leaders. They fuck with the cowards, too. More so. So stop fooling yourself. Nigga's so quick to want to leave your gates. And ain't even on your gate. He too busy behind these two fat, plump, ambiguous bitches. You know, so... They done put us in a, um, a whole lot of stuff that that's, that's, I don't know if it can be reversed at this point. It's so deep. We so polarized. We so all over the place when, in, in so many various subjects. And that self-hatred plays a hugest role in why we the way we are. You know what I'm saying? That self-mutilation, that I can't get nothing right. That I hate myself. I hate, why you gotta, why you gotta be black? Is what a lot of motherfuckers tell they self. Why you gotta be born black? And then you hear Candace almost talk about how white men are so ashamed of being, of being white that they try to say they everything else but... Well, first of all, bitch, they supposed to be ashamed of the shit that they do because they do it. They do it all the time, you know? How many times I walked upon a group of white men and all the laughing and all that type of bullshit or how, the, how they automatically see you as a piece of me, how they can see a group of black women and if they have any music around, the first thing they go going to do is start playing some motherfucker she got a big butt or some shit like some disrespectful shit. Yeah, bitch, they supposed to be ashamed. And it don't have nothing to do with the fact that they don't want to lump themselves in the same category as these motherfuckers that's really doing shit, knowing they're heavily involved in it, too. On some level, somebody working the system, it has everything to do with it. They realize they ain't about shit. That's why these facts are so busy trying to be us now. At the end, end of the day, ain't, ain't shit that's about anything white. They got to prop themselves up to be the shit. They don't just naturally have it. That's what that's about. These motherfuckers want our rhythm and not our blues, bitch. What is you talking about? They ashamed. They make white make white men sh- ashamed to even say that they're they want to say they're everything but white. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. Shame on them for trying to hide instead of do right, motherfucker. But I'm gonna go ahead and end it on that note, but um yeah, we got some things coming down the pipeline that's gonna make some changes where, you know, uh, we can get more into the complexity of what's going on here, you know, because it's more so it's more than these distractions because these are distractions. It's something majorly, majorly different as far as um what we need to be focusing on and our vibration and why they're trying to come in between that and, and 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 mix mix up the the frequencies, take on our frequency and have us take on their frequency. This is what this is all this is about. To put you in a place of being disgruntled like they are innately. It's something about their psyche that they have a problem with being mellow because they lack melanin. They have an issue with the melody of things because they lack melanin. And so they want to trick time into believing they the motherfuckers with the melanin by disturbing your RNA and DNA, making it all erratic so your frequency can't be picked up on properly. Have you twerking and that's it. You a one-trick pony. Snap out of it, people. Snap out of it. Pass this shit on. through conversation. Like, share, comment, and, and also subscribe. You know, the, the brother got over 100,000 subscribers, but somehow he only really managed to get so many hits. So you know something up is up against him. I mean, do we have just a bunch of jealous, envious motherfuckers listening in? That's not passing this on? That's maybe using it for themselves? Claiming the conversation and the subject matter to be, it, to be themselves? Like, what's going on here? It seems like there's a lack of give and take here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like donations, yeah, donate, that's great. But the amount of subscribers and you know the brother's being railroaded and you know anyone that attaches themselves to him is being railroaded. And then you got people who claim to be um, supportive of him and then they display something total opposite. They're afraid. What are you afraid of? Unless you are wicked. Unless you're, you're a, if you're practicing some wicked shit like these motherfuckers is, then you probably should be afraid. You are, you should be afraid. But if you're trying to do the right thing and you might have just some issues or whatever, nothing major, you know what I'm saying? You, you gonna have some issues in this fucking experience. What the fuck is you so afraid of? Because I'm trying to understand how you can be afraid of a group of motherfuckers that you, you, but you've attached yourself to uh, To a platform, a channel that's striving to to get rid of these motherfuckers, to expose these motherfuckers. I'm trying to understand the logic. This this straddling of the fence, this serving of two masters. A split man is, is a split mind is split in all their ways. I don't do shit based on what other people think of me. I don't operate like that. I, I disappoint a lot of motherfuckers. I have disappointed a lot of motherfuckers. Motherfuckers be expecting shit from me they don't expect from themselves. Motherfuckers be having standards about me that they don't have of themselves. I'm not her, never been. If I do shit based on what other people think of me, I wouldn't be who I am. And I'm not ashamed of who I am. I'm not ashamed of how I got here. I'm not ashamed of the shit that I've gone through. I'm not ashamed of the decisions I've made. I'm not ashamed of where I'm at right now. And every time these motherfuckers show themselves, make themselves (laughs) evident to me, it only feeds that. Because let them tell it, because I'm a black woman, I don't deserve my family. I don't deserve... To have a father at my gates. I don't deserve to have him show me what it's like to have a man there properly that will segue me into the proper relationship with the proper man. I don't deserve that. I don't deserve to have my talents and creativity. Displayed to my benefit. I don't deserve that. That's what they tell me. These ish. These motherfuckers full of ish. They deserve it with their awkward asses. You ever seen these motherfuckers? Goofy ass looking motherfuckers? And they be, they, they confidence level just be through the roof. But I bet you, I guarantee you. Put them on some real shit. Put them around some authentic ass motherfuckers. We'll see the truth of the matter. We'll, we'll see their script get folded. All these motherfuckers they send after you. These All these rah-rah ass motherfuckers. Put them in some truth. And we'll see their script just fold. These motherfuckers that lack empathy... That they've go they've gone through so much. I'm talking about these human beings that are transitioning into something else. They've gone through so much. They say, "Woe is me." It's because my mama did this and my daddy did that is the reason why I'm the way I am. It's because of my mama did this and my mama did that. But you ain't talking about who made your mama do that and do and do this. You know these motherfuckers that take everything away from you for you to be able to sustain yourself and your people then set up laws to convict to convict you when they drop the drugs and the guns in your neighborhood. Now that's you can't say nothing about these Fake-ass Jews. I can't say nothing about these fake-ass Jews and these motherfucking fake-ass politicians and these fake-ass motherfuckers that call themselves donating to a cause but can never donate to a cause that actually make a dent in what's going on in this motherfucking world. They always donating to something frivolous, something that gets nobody nowhere but them. They donate to their damn self. They've they've mastered the art of that, and they always hiding behind something. I don't give a fuck about none of these motherfuckers. I'm gonna start first in this city. You know these motherfuckers that then got away with stuff for so motherfucking long. They flying high in confidence. <sighs> I'm the man. I'm the woman. Mother, I can do what the fuck I wanna do. Give us an even playing field. I'll slate you. I'll make you fold your script, but you don't want that. See, because you'll call foul. You'll stick to the script, or call them foul, which has nothing to do with truth. It has nothing to do with integrity, dignity. It has nothing to do with those things. All it has to do with is your snake-like ways of slithering your way. Out of shit, the privilege that you've stolen away from everyone else and taken and take it for yourself. <laughs> yeah, so. I'm going to go ahead and end here, brother. But until next time.